Hello, everybody. We are live. You are live, it says. I just had to do a last-minute hat check because it's getting long again. So we're back on hats, but I am getting my haircut on Wednesday already, so won't be long until I'm back with the nice trim. Uh, we're delayed because the baby wouldn't go to sleep. Look at the beard as well, you know. Listen, are we keeping this or is it going? I think it might be staying. I've never done nothing with it, never had it shaped up or anything. I think it looks all right. It's hiding thing. Yeah, I'm back in the gym tomorrow, though, so um, I assume, hang on, let me just do this. I assume I won't need it. Live now. Boom. I'm sure you won't need it. Who's in? Right, hello. I'm sorry, everyone, I'm late. Right, so the, I was originally starting at eight, but I don't think eight was ever really realistic. At least worse than the League Cup. Do you know I mean? I've started it. Is it not started for everyone else? Is this not? Surely everyone can see this. Fuck off, Stefan. Um, what was he even going to say then? Ah, oh, it doesn't matter. Hello, everyone. Doc is here. Yes, Stefan. Rob's here. Alex is here. Craig's here. Ben's here. Supreme's here. I've got no mods. The Wolfpack. Yeah, El Hamlet's here. Got a lot of good questions, you know. This is probably the most questions. Greetings from Brazil. There's no way you're in Brazil. How do I verify that? Don't know how to. I've got... This is the, probably the most questions we've had. And a lot of the questions are, like, quite... Long talking points as well. Yeah, Emma's here for the first time in weeks. Do you like all the new graphics? No Kai today, it looks like. Yeah. No Kai McKenna today for L. Amlitson. Who's on Glassdoor? I'm on Glassdoor. I got a ticket to Glassdoor. Guess what happened with Glassdoor as well? So I let my, I got an email. I remember I got an email. This beard is, do you know what the thing I've noticed about the beard, right? Is I keep thinking, because I've never had a beard before ever. This is the first time I've ever grew a beard properly. I say properly, it's not really properly. I keep, Feeling things on my lip and thinking I've got something on my lip and it's not, it's, it's the beard. I think it'll go. I think, so I did I did a video saying that I'm going to do a six-week fasting boot camp. I'm four weeks into the fasting boot camp and I think I'll probably put weight on. So so hopefully I'm going to go back in the gym tomorrow. I don't, I'm not into it. Hopefully I'm going to go in the gym tomorrow and Tuesday and what other days can I go? Monday, Tuesday. How mad is it having to like, arrange life around childcare and jobs and life. Um, Monday, Tuesday, I can go to the gym. Friday, Sunday. So if I can go four times next week and four times a week after, this will be gone by episode 13. Hideout looks... Hideout Festival, I've been to Hideout. Worst festival ever. Croatian police are the worst police ever of all time. The Wolfpack is here, is here. He's always here. If you hate drum and bass, don't go Hideout. Drum and bass isn't. Oh yeah, we. So get this. I went to a festival. Yeah. So if, uh, if you do you like drum and bass, Robert? Do you know Outlook Festival? I went to Outlook Festival in Croatia. Yes, Tommy. Uh, and that was drum and bass. We didn't realize. So there's two festivals, Dimensions and Outlook, and Dimension. Dimen the exact same festival in the exact same site. They do Outlook first, and then they do like a two three day break to, to change all the posters and stuff, and then they go to Dimension. Yeah. Dimensions Tech and House uh, Outlook is drum and bass and like bassline and that, and we never we never knew. We I was I just wanted a festival that was at the back end of the summer. Yes, Mike, I wanted a festival that was at the back end at the back end of the summer, and I sort of like do you know like merge meshed the two and thought that we was going to like a tech festival. Took me and the boys to fucking Outlook Festival in Croatia, and it's it was a full drum and bass thing, uh, full drum and bass festival. There was like two stages, one that was like hip-hop and grime and that, and another one that was like tech. But to be fair, do you know what? One of the best things ever, are you alluding that the birds... Are you alluding that the birds are staying to try and knock another pound off 
and you bick it. What? Are you alluding that the be- I don't get it? That the bird is sta- the beard is staying to try and knock another pound off. It, I, I've just put on a lot of weight, and the beard hides the weight. Um, but I reckon tomorrow I'm gonna like. I started this six week thing like three four weeks ago, and I've just not stuck to it. But I had to lose, and I was ill, and I've just not. Stuck- I don't know. I find it hard to lose. Doesn't nobody else find it hard? Meant to go to Dimension, but couldn't get it off work, mate. That that I'm guessing if Outlook was as sick as it was when it was basically drum and bass, I'm, I reckon Dimension will be even better. But the Outlook, I don't know. It's weird because. I like crowds, me. I like, this is going to sound proper weird, but I like like, like the vibes and stuff, you know what I mean? The crowd at Outlook Festival. I feel like drum and bass fans are sounder. I, do you know one thing about the beard, Dodge? I don't think it ages me. I look about 40. Right, anyway, we've got so many questions, and we was on, yeah, did all farts and shit. Yeah, it's, it's, drum and bass festivals, you're very likely to see somebody in jeans. Do you know what I mean? But they're all proper, proper sound. A lot of people from, like, the Midlands is, like, Leeds, a hotbed for drum and bass or something. Yeah, that's what it is, Mike. Well, so Mike says it's hard to lose weight in the winter because you wear a hoodie and jacket. But nah, Mike's right. But I don't know, do you know? So I think with me, I need something booked. So I lost, I was seven. So then again, I don't know because so I'll start. I'll, do you know what? We'll go through. We'll go through my weight loss this year, yeah. So January, I weighed myself and I was 16.10. And I couldn't believe it, yeah. I was the, just the heavy, that was the heavy, like joint heaviest I've been from last year. I'd gone up to 16.10 and I had a holiday booked in March and a holiday booked in April. So I was like, right, I'm going to lose weight. Yeah. For the holiday in March, holiday in April. Went on the diet from January and it was the, I say diet loosely. I was going to the gym and I was smashing the gym, but I was just eating whatever I want. And do you know that is it? You can't out train a bad diet. I lived that saying all the start of this year. Yeah. So we go to Egypt in March and I've lost three pounds in three months. I reckon if you just went on a bender the week before I went to Egypt, if I'd have just gone out the weekend before Egypt, I'd have lost, I'd have lost fucking three pound, yeah. So I lost three pound in two, like two and a half months. Went to Egypt, I was massive, and then came back. Obviously, it was all inclusive, so I put fucking. Then again, I had the worst shits ever when I came back from Egypt. But somehow, when I came back from Egypt and then went back to Calpe, I'd even put more weight on, despite having the worst shits of all time. I've never had shits ever in my life like the shits I had coming back from Egypt. Ever, ever can't out diet kids. Yeah, that's what the fucking should saying should be. You can't out. No, I did, I did. Stefan, I did. So listen, so we're up to to Egypt. Yeah, Egypt. I go on holiday, fat as fuck. Come back. Me and Meg go and visit my granddad. I'm fat as fuck. Yeah, and I always know I'm fat as fuck because I have to take. I've got like about seven or eight t-shirts that are like large slash extra large, like extra large slim fit or large normal fit at the back of the thing. Yeah, and if I'm fat and I'm going on holiday, I have to just put them in the case. They're like a couple of blue tops and shit. Like, there's a picture of me and Meg on a balcony in Spain, and I've got this blue, like, it's like a, it's, it's not, it's like a lambing top, like that material, but it's not. And if I've ever got that blue top on, you know, I'm fat, right? Because it's my, it's an extra large slim fit. So we go on holiday in April and I'm massive. Then I come back from holiday and I'm like, this can't be. But what had happened is last year when I was doing that salad diet, do you remember when I was putting a salad on once a day? Um, I can still shed the weight. That's just still during newborn. Now it was older. Anyway, so last year I did the uh, one salad a day and I lost three stone, didn't I? But in the last, that was because Z gets, I was going to Z gets for like 10 nights. But in the last month I was doing fasting. I was doing one fast a week. And it like, even though I'd stagnated on the diet, so I'd lost like however much I'd lost, I'd lost like two and a half, let's say two and a half stone, two, two stone, 10. Let's just say two stone, 10. 
it got to like the week before Z get, uh, the month before Z gets, and I'd stagnated for like three, four weeks. So I added a singular fast. I'd fasted before, but I added a, a fast a week whilst dieting, yeah. And, I, and then I started losing weight again, and I ended up losing like just over three stone. And I went to Z gets, I was slim, all my medium tops fit. I don't like, I'll never have a good body. I don't like, I don't stop drinking enough or stop eating. Yes, MMA. Who is MMA, by the way? Who are you, mate? Because you always come in and your name's just MMA and I can't do any checks and you can't see you. I can't see a picture or anything, but you're here all the time. We love you, but I just don't know who you are. Anyway, so um, what was I saying then? Yes, no. Yes, Patrick. Oh, Paddy. That's not the Paddy, though, is it? Who asks questions? No, it's not. Anyway, so I base all my, like, have I lost enough weight as if my medium tops fit. I've got, like, top. So, because I, I only really ever lose weight for about, fucking three months of the year. I'm only really in the medium over summer. I've got a Boca Juniors top up there, yeah, that is in pristine condition because I can probably wear it once every other year. So, like, I've got loads of T-shirts that are perfect, but I just can't wear because my weight's just up and down so much. I've Honestly, I've, I've crash dieted every single year now since the first lads holiday I went on when I was so 20 going to 21, so Kavos, yeah. So 11 years now, every single year I've crash dieted. Square something next to your breakfast there, lad. If you claim to be Scottish, you need to drop some square sausage and potato scone on your next breakfast there, lad. Listen, I am Scottish, and it doesn't matter about these things because I will not be having... Oh, no, squared sausage. I've had square sausage before. It's nice. I had that in Belfast. Belfast. Uh, Belfast. Belfast, fucking island. Glasgow. I had that in Glasgow. It was nice. I like square sausage. Potato scone. I'm not massive on scones, though. Is that just like a potato thing? I, bet, I don't think I'd like a potato scone. Listen, you're taking me off, off topic on the weight. This is a big, this is has turned into a motivational weight talk, right? So, <laughs> where was we up to on the weight thing? Would you? Oof. See, Alex, no, because I can lose freestone like that. If you'd have worded the question better, you'd have got a better response. I'll put it on the screen, but I'm not, I'm not reading it out loud so the audio listeners don't. Listen, I can lose freestone like that, but I always think, what would I do for the weight to stay off and me be able to eat what I want? That's the problem. And this year, I thought this was a year. I said to myself, this is the year where the weight will stay off because fasting is foolproof. But the problem is I haven't fasted. So I went to Lost Village on the 23rd of August, yeah? I was 13 stone 11. I'd lost, I'd gone from 17 stone to 13 stone 11 from April to August. All my clothes fit. I could have wore anything. I could have wore the, the, the skinniest medium I owned. I could have wore that with something under it, yeah? That's how, that's how much I'd lost for Lost Village. Came back, I've been to the gym once. 20, so I got back from Lost Village on the 27th, 28th. I've been to the gym once, a single time. I worked at it today. 418 pounds I've spent on the gym, and I've been once. Well, actually more, because I didn't. I excluded August, so and I went in August, so it's actually more. I've been, 418 pounds I've spent since I last went to the gym. And if you count the one time I've been to the gym, it'll be another 141 pounds on top of that. So this is, this is how, like, how bad I fell off. But in my head, it was lose the weight, and then all you have to do is... Someone will know what that alarm's for. What you have to do is lose the weight and fast. What if I, I worked out if I fast once a week and go to the gym twice a week? That's it. Monday, Tuesday, after work, go to the gym for like two, three hours and fast. I will lose, I will stay the same weight. That's all I have to do. Yeah, ring dad, Danny. Two, I was with him all weekend though, so he doesn't need a phone call. And I've just fucking just FaceTime me a minute ago to ask me how to fix his TV, and I did. Um, so yeah, one fast a week and two gym sessions a week and the weight would stay the same. And what did I do? Neither. I've been to the gym once since August and I've fasted. I was supposed to fast twice a week for the last four weeks and I've done five fasts in four weeks. So I'm just a big fat failure, if I'm honest. The weight's piling on. This hoodie, 
that I bought with me and Meg went to Amsterdam for the day that was massive on me at the time. Now he's a snug hoodie. So this has to stay because what, what you don't understand is the beard actually stops there. That's a double chin. That's the beard on the double chin. Well, you know what I mean? I'm fat as fuck. I've put a lot of weight on. <laughs> I'm just, it's just it's just what's happened. So the plan is to book, get back in the gym tomorrow because now Glasgow's booked. So but Glasgow's in June. It's too early. I, I just don't want to be fat on Christmas Day. If I can lose a storm by Christmas Day, I'll be happy. The plan was to lose a storm by December and enjoy December. But I haven't. So, do you know what I mean? We have to just do it, patch it to Christmas. I know, but I don't want to. What does someone say about David Lloyd's? Is David Lloyd's worth it? Like, do you know what, right? So, it's hard to... I'm quite passionate about David Lloyd's because, obviously, it's not worth it if you're not going. But when I, like, when I go, and I, and like, so, from, say, from, like, November last year till let's say, August this year. Yeah, August this year when lost the end of August. I was going regularly. Even if I was not losing weight, I was going at least three times a week. And can you go to David Lloyd's and not be a Tory? Yeah, you can. I am not a Tory, and I go to David Lloyd's. What it is, right, is the gym to me, I don't see the gym, I don't think, as a lot of people see the gym. And probably the people, I see the gym, me, as just nicking calories. That's all I see it as. I don't want to go in there and make friends with people. I put my, I have big beats by the big, fucking black and red beats that cancel out everything. I go in, you see people in there, in the gym, in the best clothes. You see people in brand new night fit clothes in the gym and I think, are you fucking out of your mind? I put my scruffiest clothes on, yeah. I go to the gym and I either get on the treadmill, go on the bike, I do all the cardio shit and then I do the weights upstairs where it's the fucking pull something out and put it in, do you know what I mean? Not like going downstairs and doing all these free weights and making all mad groans. And then since Lou, I went to the gym with Louie now, and I've done a few at home. I'll do, I will go to the gym. I'll do a little kettlebell thing if I need to because that, that's quite good. But I am strictly going to the gym to not be fat. I'm not going to the gym to make friends. I'm not going to the gym to be part of like a gym community. I'll have a little chat in the change rooms. Don't get me wrong. Like if it, like if there's a, someone where we're getting changed and we have a little chat, oh yeah, my knees are in our blah. I'm 31 years old and my knees have gone already. The same stuff. I don't mind that, but I ain't your mate. We're not going to be friends, right? Do you know what I mean? And that's not what I go to the gym for. I go to the gym so I'm not fat. You'll ruin your knees running on a treadmill. I know, mate, but I can't run outside. Nah, you're wrong. You've got it wrong, Danny. Danny says you'll ruin your knees running on a treadmill. I can't physically run outside anymore. My knees are finished. Done. Do you know what, actually? So I ended up going to see a knee specialist. This is Everyone's going to say it's bullshit, but if there's anyone in here who's from Bolton, I don't even know what his name is anymore. So I waited seven months to see this knee specialist at Farmworth's, <laughs> uh, Farmworth's GP thing. I need to get rid of the, Is David Lloyd worth it? And he used to work for the Baltimore Ravens um, in America, doing something with their medical team. And now he works at Fat. He only does it one. The reason why it was a seven month, seven month wait is because he does one Tuesday. Uh, one Tuesday, it's a consultation thing Tuesdays. Yeah, I thought you're better on a bike. Bikes are boring though, and I can't do bikes. You are, I guess. Yeah, that's the problem. I'll say with David Lloyd's is the changing rooms are a free for all for people just having the knob out. Right, listen, I'm. I understand there's people who've got big dicks yet who are not, like, afraid to get them out. But I also, maybe it's just because I've never been, like, that confident around there because I'm definitely, like, upper half Nigerian Scottish downside. Why are people just happy? Like, people will walk from the shower to where they're getting changed with no towel. And I think, you have a towel. You're obviously in the gym. They give towels out at the door. So why have you not got a towel? Walk with a towel. Put the towel. Wrap the towel around you and walk to where you're like, there's no chance. I'm not like one of these weirdos who showers in his boxers in the gym. I will show naked, but I'm not going to walk out of this. And I'm not like, 
taking a towel into my cubicle and stuff. I'm not like scared to be shown, but I'm also not just like these people just walk around. There was a there was a guy once yet in in the gym, drying his own naked, and I think, mate, a kid could walk in. Why don't you just put the towel around your your waist and dry your hair? I don't get it. Gym changing rooms to me are the maddest thing of all time, and they're even madder when you're going with with your kid. Like when I take JJ in for his swimming lessons, and I'm like. To be fair, it's not what was the story about the NFL, but yeah, so the doctor, yeah, because MMA has had enough. He's had enough of me just getting off topic. Yes, Chris. Um, yeah, so he, he was telling me that he, so he said there was nothing wrong with my knees at first. I, I haven't done all this. Um, I haven't been doing these. Well, he was right. So for years, yeah, my knees had been finished, like gone, gone, gone. And um, at the start of, just before lockdown, before we knew lockdown was happening, I was going private to find out what was wrong with my knees and all this. And then, like, everything all went knees up because of uh, knees up. I honestly, I swear, never meant to say that. Everything went fucked up because of um, COVID. And I just never, like, followed it through. So, anyway, finally, my mum said that she'd gone with this guy who put the socks on, these are bills on. Yeah, mate, maddest ever. The gym change rooms are just the maddest thing ever. Anyway, so ended up finally getting seen with this guy. And he was like, you need to do all these stretches. And I'm thinking, there's no way me doing these stretches are going to sort my knees out because it got to the point where they used to crack going downstairs. Like I'd walk downstairs and every step would go like, yeah, seriously, that's how bad my knees were. And he was like, no, trust me, because if you was if you had something wrong with your knees, you wouldn't be you hadn't doing all these exercises, like you wouldn't be able to do this, you wouldn't be able to do this, you wouldn't be able to, to do this. And um, I reckon if I Google bald NFL, NFL doctor, <laughs> farm <laughs> But he's everywhere, but he does farm with Tuesdays for three hours, uh, knee specialist. And he worked with the NFL, with the Baltimore Ravens. How would I find it? He was white. James Andrew? Oh, I think it's. I think this might be him. I think we might have found him. No, it's not. No, it's not. Man, I like... Listen, one thing I'll say to everyone who's in your... If you're in your low 20s or early 20s or late teens or even mid-20s, because mine didn't start going to like 28, 29, please just look after your knees because they'll go, like, I just wrote mine off. So for when I was like super fit, like 20, so the first crash diet I did was at 20. I was a big fat bastard from like when I realised, when I decided I could drink and stuff. So from like 15, I was that dead, dead skinny, small, scrawny kid. And then from like 14, 15, I was a dead fat kid because I started drinking. And then I was fat until just before my first lad's holiday when I lost loads of weight on a crash, my first ever crash diet. Josh Dobble, mate. Josh Dobble, big, massive gym head guy, no guy. I was at a party yeah, and I got called a fat cunt at this party and I said, Dobble, how am I supposed to lose loads of weight now, mate? I've let it go so bad. And he said, 1,000 calories a day. And I stuck to that 1,000 calories a day for seven months, lost four stone. That was my 14 stone to 10 stone. I was nine stone, 10 actually, so over 14 stone. This is obviously years ago. You're talking 11 years ago. That was my first ever. That was my introduction into crash diets was... My mate, Josh Dobble, he'll back all this up, telling me, 1,000 calories a day and you'll lose weight. You're fat and these little nubby calories. <laughs> yeah, do you know, we've got loads of questions. I've not finished half the stuff I've been talking about. This is what people like, Emma. They like me just talking shit. It's like having a conversation. Right, so we've got, what was, where was you up to in the finger? Exercise diet. Nah, their days are over with me. I can't. The sesh diet was good. 20, 23 to 26. You wouldn't put weight on because... This is, I guess it's a, it's a form of fasting, isn't it? Because Monday to Sunday, if you actually count all the calories you consume, if you don't have fucking anything Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it would work out quite well. But no, them diets went. Anyway, right, so we've got some questions because I feel like we've um, 
we've exhausted the diet chat. No, we've not exhausted the diet chat. Let's get back on the diet chat. Right, so, listen, I went to Lost Village and I was fucking 40, uh, 13 stone 11 and then fucking, I, I, no one believes that you stopped at 26. No, I never stopped at 26. I didn't stop at 26, but no, no, where did I stop at 26? When did I stop? I was still a wreckhead badly into lockdown. Do you know what it was? 2019 is when I had my first ever joint. And then lockdown is when I got bad on weed. And that's when, like, everything else, all the partying stopped because I was just loved weed and then got rid of everything at all once. So, no, I was still partying well into my 20s, like, late 20s. Oh, Beach Gary Paste. Oh, the worst. Do you know what's the worst thing about that story is, right? So, it wasn't supposed to, like, it was... Obviously, I meant to do it, but because I, I don't know why, some things I just don't have, like, the, the the forefront to think about things ahead. I didn't think how bad it would be. I just thought, oh, I'll have that. This is a way not to waste it. And I just scooped the whole thing and went, et it. And it was like, it was like quadruple dropping in one. If you, it, it always makes me laugh that there's only, that from that, it, it, on my um, Snapchat stories after that day, there's that, the video of me having it with my mate singing in the background to, what's the song? I'm sure it's a, it's like a proper art because when we go to Ibiza, Ocean Beach is, will never be my thing ever in terms of like the people that are there and everything. But I do like it for a day. That makes sense. Like I can, I can enjoy myself in Ocean Beach for a day. So what we like to do is the history one because it like breaks up listening to Tekken House and dance and fucking shite all the time. So we'll always go history Thursday, Ocean Beach because. You're, I mean, let's have it right. I, I couldn't even imagine being in Ocean Beach and not having a sing-along. Like, the songs, it's the same. I don't know how you punch the brass. Nah, the, the, the brass, getting punched by the um, the brass in Ibiza was, uh, by the way, I, there was this, this, like, this is getting a full, yeah, yeah, getting a full MOT. The brass in Ibiza was not even like we was with them. That was just because fucking Lee was terrorising them. Um, the, the worst bit about that was, so... No, that was in lockdown. The 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 thingy one was in lockdown. That wasn't in a. Um, that wasn't in. This was. This is normal one. What's your favorite club in the Beefer? Favorite club in the Beefer. Do you know what I've just realised? Why do people even bother asking questions? Because my mate, who was it? Let's have a scroll up. Who asked about David Lloyd's? <laughs> ben asked about David Lloyd's. Is David Lloyd's worth it? And he still hasn't got an answer. Twenty five minutes in. <laughs> Do you know what? Right. I'm gonna finish the story on David Lloyd's. And then I'll say my favourite club in Ibiza, and then we'll get to the questions right. So David Lloyd is worth it. If, like me, you're not a gym head, and you just want to be able to go in the gym and not... Because if I... Well, I remember I used to be a membership at The Gym. Do you know the... It's, I think it's just called The Gym. And it, we used to get money off at the Salvation Army. It was like $9.99 a month. But we used to get it for like $7.99 a month. Seriously, for like seven years, my gym was £7.99 a month. And I would refuse to get changed in the changing rooms. It was like that. Not intimidating, but like roided and juice heads everywhere like the worst people ever like the proper juice heads that you see in the pub around christmas that you know that not there all year round these people and i hated it so then i moved from there to nuffield and nuffield was like my little step into the like a nicer gym and i used to think oh this is quite nice a little sauna a little steam inside pool and then and then it was like right let's just go full-blown david lloyd david lloyd's the best because you can go there and spend seven hours and i promise you anyone who's Got me on Snapchat and knows I've spent seven hours in the gym before just doing two hours of cardio, swimming, sauna, steam, getting the hot beds, just sit outside in the sun lounges, like anything. So David Lloyd's is worth it if you're not. I think if you're a proper gym head, like you know, like a, a Roy Dead who likes 
like wants to be big and blah, I want to lift loads of heavy weights. Like I couldn't, I don't understand the whole point about lifting weights. Like you lift weights so you can lift heavier weights. Like what? I don't get it. Like I don't need to lift weights. <laughs> like I don't, do you know the strong man when they push cars and stuff? It's like, I don't get it. I don't need to push cars in life or anything. Like that. I don't ever, I don't ever understand why you need to be that strong. I get that people want to be stronger and fitter, but why do you need to be that strong? Why do you need to be so strong that you can pull a car? Because I will never pull a car. I will drive a car. I don't need to pull a car. So if you're like me, who's just a fat, fat big eater at heart, who wants to just go to the gym and be like, not looked at and looked down for doing. If anyone saw me on any machine, my form must be the worst form of all time. If anyone see me on the kettlebells, it must be the worst form, all that garbage. The only thing I'm good at is running and swimming. And back in August, I was running 15K a week, no, three 15Ks a week, swimming three mile a week and cycling 60K a week. And I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow and I don't even think I'll finish 50K. So that's that one. You had your first joint? Yeah, Mike, would you believe that? First ever joint 2019 in LA. How about that? Who else has got a story like that? I had my first joint ever in LA and it's been a fucking deep dive since. Um, and then favourite club in, in the beef is DC10. So it's DC10 if you've got a good firmier and it's amnesia balcony. But you have to pay the extra like 20 euros for the balcony if you've not. Because if you've got six or seven of you in DC10 and you can like hold your own and keep your space, perfect. If you went to DC10 with two of you, you're having a bad time. But like I said, if you've got six, seven of you and you can like, and you're actually like, I'd say going to DC10 with girls is the worst thing because they panic and they're like a bit soft and they won't like hold hold the ground. Did you go to Skid Row in LA? I didn't know. We drove past it, but I never, I never went to it. No, do you know what? I've never been to Sankers in a beef ever. Never been. I was late to a beef though because I did the actual. I did the. This is what I feel like with Glassdoor. And believe it or not, I've spoken about Glassdoor. And I got Glastonbury, uh, Glastonbury tickets this, uh, today, so I feel like I've done because I've done like what's eight, nine festivals abroad. And then in England, I've done like stay up, like park life, day festivals, lot, uh, love box. And then I did, finally did Lost Village and then I'm doing Glassdoor. So like, I feel like I did Cavos, Maga, Zante, Napa. I did all them um, and then went to Ibiza. I didn't go to Ibiza till 2017. Listen, Kev Cavs deleted videos. You got me last week with your friend Nick. Nick, do you know what I mean? G-U-R-R. I ain't going again with fucking that one because you'll end up with what's he called in here giving me all shit and stuff. So no, I know I can't wait for Glassdoor. Little th funny thing about Glassdoor is so, Louis always tells me every year, he always tries to blag me to buy a ticket over face value or get spun in, buy a ticket over face value, get spun in, blah, blah, blah. And I always say no because I've never been. So to like for me to pay six, seven ton for a ticket for something that I've never been to, I'm not going to do it because like, I don't know if, it, obviously it's worth it because I, I listen to what people say and I know it's worth it, but I don't know it's worth it to pay it. Does that make sense? And for six ton for Glassdoor for a ticket, I can get flights to Z-Gets, which is nine nights, by the way, camping, which is the sickest, a ticket to Z-Gets and all your extras, like your lock, your electric locker and all that shit, yeah, for the same six ton. And I know I will have a good time at Z-Gets where I'm not, so I'm not paying six. I've never, I always said to Louis, I've always stood firm for like the last three years. Um, <laughs> whatever doesn't kill you simply makes you sharper. I mean, I thought the, the quote stranger in it, if you're quoting the Joker, who knows about what elements I'm going in his head. Anyway, so I've always maintained I will never pay over face value. I won't be spanning or anything like that. I'll try for tickets, and when I get a ticket, I'll go and I'll enjoy it. And then who knows? 
when I go and I enjoy it, maybe the year like the year after, I'll do whatever I have to do to get in because it, it's the best thing ever. But I was never, ever, for the first time, going to pay over the odds or get spun in right. So I didn't do it last year. The year I've only ever tried twice for tickets because three years ago, I tried... Maybe it wasn't three years. No, whenever before before COVID happened, I always forget the COVID year. So before COVID happened, um, Alex, yeah, if he wants to, El, you're invited to the uh, Sunday before Christmas. So has anyone ever done Benny? I you ever done Benny? Mike, you know I've done Benny. You know I've been doing Benny since I was about eighteen years old. Cause my granddad lives twenty minutes away from it. Benny, Benny fucking Dorm is. Oh, Benny Casillo. I've done Benny Casillo. Yeah, I got piss thrown at me at fucking Casabian at Benny Casillo. Me and my sister. Do you know what I'm funny? I don't know if you're going to laugh. It's hard to gauge if people are laughing, right? So the funniest story about Ben Casillo is me and my sister went. So originally, me and my sister used to do festivals abroad together, just me and Becky. We did, well, I say did. We did Ben Casillo. We did Mio Sedes. Mio Sedes was eight nights camping in Portugal. And we fucking booked Mio Sedes because I chose it because of the lineup. Didn't realise that it's like, I'm trying to think of a festival in England that no one has ever heard of or goes to. Imagine being fully, only, only, only Portuguese speaking. Yeah. You only speak Portuguese and you went to Lost Village, right? Well, that's what we did. We seen, what is Benic? What is it? How do you say it? Benic? I don't know. I don't give a fuck. I've been there and it's dog shit. And I've got a lanyard upstairs under my bed. Um, so we went to this Mio Sedestia, seven nights camping in Portugal, me and Becky. And it was a festival where there's not an English person anywhere it's just portuguese people it's just a portuguese festival and guess what happened right and another person it's called junior junior consists from farmworth right so what first night we were there it's an eight night we camped for eight nights first night we we're there i'm walking and i'm sure i'm like thinking i'm sure i know i recognize that kid there anyway fought nothing of it because obviously i'm in the fucking arsehole of nowhere in portugal we had to get a flight to lisbon and then a four-hour coach from lisbon to this festival so it obviously didn't know this kid so then we um so the next night, so we got there two nights before the festival started. So the first night was just like go drink around the bars and that. The second night they had a pre-festival party where it was just like a one stage that had all DJs on. So we was there. And this kid walks past me again and I shout Junior and look, and it was my mate from Farmworth. Fa a kid from Farmworth, Junior, was at this festival. If I go on my Instagram and scroll further enough, far enough, further enough, far enough, oh, it will take me forever. I wonder if he's got it on his instead. Junior, and he was there because his dad's Portuguese and he spends the summer in Portugal, so we just went to this festival. So, day three of this eight day festival, Becky meets um, these girls from London, these cockneys, and she fucks off with them. And I and Junior moves into our tent instead of her, and I never seen her again until the last day. The last day, me and Junior had to go looking for her to tell her what time the coach was to see her again. Is, is there no pictures? Of, Junior's not even got a picture of it on his well, he has, but I don't made the cut. Oh, he was our mate. That's Junior. That was it. Mio Sedest. So Mio, Mio Sedest is just Mio's the phone company and Sedest is Southwest. It's literally just Mio Sedest. How has autism affected your daily life? JJ, do you know what? I like you because every single live chat, he comments saying I've got autism on it. So he at least views it and watches them. Gives me a view. I want us to continue this autistic beef through the whole of my live chats. If I get to episode 100, I want you to come live and, and talk to me about it. As if I haven't made the fucking cut on Jit on a... Junior's fucking Benicassian post, a little rat. That's from Benicassian as well. He's got about six, six different posts. I'm not in any of them. You must hate me. Oh no, I am. Look at that. Ha <laughs> ha. So that's me, my sister. 
that's the last night when we found her to tell her to tell her where we had to go. Me, my sister, Duke, when's that? Oh, he, that's in 2017, and he's put big throwback. Sickest festival anyway. So, Ben and Castillo, let me just tell you the last bit about this. So, me and my sister went there together, just us two, and she, we lost each other, right? So, she was running around telling, <laughs> telling people. This is this is where the... This, was, this predates Twitter, right? But I think everyone knows where this is going. This predates Twitter, but now that you've now I've got Twitter, I understand. So, we've lost each other. We can't find each other. And Becky's asking everyone, can you find my brother? He's, he's this, he's black, he's, he's got, he's wearing, I had a vest on, he's wearing a vest, he's got big glasses, blah, 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 blah. Can you find him? And at the time, I used to have like long, like like a basically a fro top, like a, a high fade to an afro. So she's told, told these people this, right? These Norway Norwegian people this. About two hours later, yeah, Becky's been like, because she'd give the number to these Norwegian people, ran by the Norwegian people, we've got your brother, we've got your brother, we're at the Pringle stage, because there was this Pringle stage, and Becky's obviously believed these people, because I used to always go, the Pringle stage just played pop music, and I've always loved pop, so I would always find myself at this pop stage. <laughs> so Becky has fucking dragged herself from one side of the festival, I say one side of the festival, Ben seems a lie, mate, it's the smallest festival ever, dragged herself from one side of the festival to this Pringle stage, and these Norwegian guys have got all of this fucking poor brown kid with big massive glasses and a fucking afro that he's not me. <laughs> and he's like, I've not got a sister. And they've said, we have, we know you. Like they, they, they said to Becky, because obviously the English must be like missed. And it does, it obviously makes sense because of how many lookalikes I've got. They thought me and my sister had, had an argument and fell out. That's why we'd separated. And this guy saying he doesn't have a sister was him like not wanting to be reunited with my sister and, dra- and dragged him to Beckett and it wasn't wasn't me at all. And then we went watching Kasabian and some little muppet threw piss on us, so we fucking fucked it off. Right, but anyway, that's Ben Kasabian. What else were we talking about? I cannot remember. Should we go to the questions? So we've got a lot of questions and we're 30, 35 minutes in and we haven't answered any. Have a stripe? No. Why would I have a stripe on a su- Sunday? Do you always feel like a Monday? Because I've been in work today. Can you believe I've done eight hours overtime on a Sunday today? I can't really say too much because Dave, my manager, watches these sometimes, but I just don't... Overtime is just not for me on a Sunday, you know? It's hard work. And I bear in mind, this is my first full-time job since 2019. Why am I doing overtime on a Sunday? It's not for me. But I did it. Six till two. Is that eight hours? Yeah, it is. Um, right, anyway. Sunday stripes, in it? No, it's not. Right. First question. Paddy Pimlet versus Tony uh, I I think Tony could beat Paddy just because I don't think Paddy's that good. But then I think Paddy will just really beat him easier and then we'll be like, why Why would you think that? I don't know. I'm going to say Paddy because Tony's that bad, but I think if anyone could beat Paddy, it's Tony. Right, anyway. First question from JY, Yarkers99. <coughs> Thoughts? Oh, my God. Thoughts on fighters wanting to move up in weight class after one defence like Leon trying to avoid Shavkat and get a shot and Islam struggling to make 155. I'm pretty sure we spoke about this before. Being taken for a goddamn instance to bullshit. Taking it, yeah, I know. I've been talking a lot about fucking fitness and that, Anna. Um, I think we spoke about this before. I always think it depends. If there's nothing else going on in your division, then yeah. Or if you're like Volkanovski, where you're a dominant champion, you've cleared out your division, there's not really a number one contender for you, then go and fight up. But Leon beating Usman, and then he had to... I don't think Leon's first title... It is, obviously. Hear me out before everyone jumps on it. So Leon's first title defence is, of course, a title defence. But I don't see it as like a... 
clearing out the division title defence because Usman cleared out the division. Usman was lapping everyone and had to start beating people in rematches. So you have to beat... If you, if you, so if someone beats Leon now, say Kobe beats Leon, Leon should not get a rematch. You don't get a, you're not going to get a, a, a guaranteed rematch because you've held the title. You should have to... Usman had to have a rematch because he was so dominant. So if Leon beats beat Usman, the rematch to me is just us, what Usman deserves. That's not like Leon like, like shooting up the title defences. And then if he beats Covington... There's still another like two, three people to beat before we can think about moving up. And you're like, if you move up, you stall the division that you're in. And then if you win, you're then stalling two divisions. And the only reason, the only way that's worth it is if there's nothing left in your in your division to fight. So Volkanovski, le legitimately, Volkanovski, when he fought uh, Makachev, there was nothing else for him. Do you know what I mean? Like, he'd beat everyone. We was literally just thinking, who else can he fight? It's only now that Ilya Tabori has come along and started beating people, that there is someone for him to fight. Because before the Makachev fight, there was no one. And even Yair Rodriguez, did anybody think for a second he was going to lose to Yair Rodriguez? No way, no one thought that. So even he was like a... I still can't believe that headline international fight. But even he was like a... like a, We've got no one else to fight Yair Rodriguez. And then, then it was back to like square one, you've got no one else to fight. So my thing is you need to, you need to have cleared out your division or... Like McGregor. So McGregor was like a massive name and it made sense for him to go up and fight Eddie Alvarez because he was making history. And it's McGregor. If you're McGregor, you, you have different... You have like If you're that big a superstar, you have different levels. So if you're a superstar, like a, a, like GSP coming back and fighting Bisbee, I know he wasn't the title holder at the time, but do you know what I mean? Superstars or there's no contenders or you've cleared out your division. They're the only reasons why you should get to go up and fight for the belt if you're a title holder. Right, next question. Zach S, would you rather have the career of Steven Gerrard or Conor McGregor? I thought about this, you know, because I read it before when I put it onto the thing. No, we're not shut up, lad. You shut up, lad. Or is he talking to me? Or is he talking to Wolfpack? Talk to me or you talk to Alex? Why would I shut up? Uh, right, Zach's question. Would you rather have the career of Steven Gerrard or Conor McGregor? I think... It's hard, isn't it? Because everyone wants to be a football player from a young lad. You all want to be a football player. Imagine being Gerard. Imagine, you shut up. Imagine being Gerard or imagine being, imagine Gerard being your dad. Like, it's the coolest of all time. But, yeah, no, I think he gets months off all the time. Yeah, footballers don't even get Christmas Day off, do they? Um, here he is. Yeah, Louis here. Um, but McGregor, the only thing you can say is McGregor, yeah, but then again, Danny, like, Gerard. Pretty much, pretty much all is guaranteed to have all his faculties intact at sixty. Whereas, is McGregor guaranteed to have all his intact at sixty? Or would you rather be like you'd? I don't want to train all year round like footballers. I don't only want to have two weeks off in the summer like footballers. I don't want to miss Christmas Day like footballers. But in terms of it being a short career, McGregor's not a billionaire, no way. But Gerard could easily be a billionaire if he just didn't invest in fucking pond water called Angel Revive and went to something better. But Gerard earning millions. Yeah, none of them are skinned, so it doesn't matter. Like they're all like Gerard's will never ever be skinned. And I reckon if you had to, if you if if you had to, Mike, put a hundred pound on which one of them two would go skint first, I'm pretty sure it'd be fucking. You would put your money on McGregor because he's more likely to go skint. But like, would you rather train all year round, miss Christmas, and get two weeks off in the summer, be a football player? But, like, 
play football because football is obviously better than being strangled by other men. Like the, I couldn't really think of anything worse than making a living being strangled by other men. Imagine, yeah, Gerard's birds definitely unquestionably fitter. McGregor's birds not even that fit for McGregor is she at all? Like I remember Jake Paul said that did that video about it, and I was just thinking. Yeah, McGregor's richer than Gerard, but that's not the question. It's whose career would you rather have? I think I would rather have. I don't know, career-wise, McGregor hit the whole the foot. McGregor hit the the heights, didn't he? The whole heights. He was double UFC champion. If you're an MMA fighter, to be a double UFC champion so far is the height. No one's been a triple so far. So McGregor's part of a nine-man slash woman club who have hit. He's hit the highest. There is no higher for McGregor, McGregor to go in his chosen sport. He hit the heights, whereas Gerard never won the league. He didn't win multiple leagues. He didn't win multiple Champions Leagues. Exactly, Mike. McGregor completed his sport. So, career, you'd go McGregor. But in terms of just being what you'd rather be, you'd rather be a footballer, wouldn't you? Sure, you're playing football. Everyone loves playing football. And you're not being punched, kicked, and strangled. Even when you win in MMA, you piss blood the next day. Could you be asked? And... And again, no one gets... The one thing I always say about boxers and MMA fighters is when if you look at, like, if you like parties and stuff or you go, you look at, like, famous events, like the red carpet and that, fighters get, like, a different aura of respect by other celebrities because anyone can be a celebrity nowadays. But fighters are fighters, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like they get a different respect, like McGregor, Mayweather. They all get a... You'd rather watch the footy and be minted. Yeah, I think maybe. I don't know. It's an hard one. If, if we'll just go off the base of the question, which is career, you'd have to say McGregor because McGregor completed his career, whereas Gerard, realistic or not, never. He didn't complete his career. Right. Next question from KCJ. Should the Blues give the 20K to charity or spend it on flags? I think it's more than 20K now, isn't it? Isn't it like 25K? 20-something K? So... This is going to be another. This is going to be another. Like, am I a Tory thing? In it? No, I don't think they should give it to charity because that's not they raised it to for flags and protests or use it on flags. Like, I don't get the give it. It's like thirty five k. Yes, but so right. There's a I seen someone screenshot saying like, why is this guy who's who's why is this guy giving five hundred quid or something? He's got. Has he not got better things to spend his money on? Someone give five hundred quid to the fund, right? If you donated five hundred quid to a fund a GoFundMe, and then they went, right, and then she's going to charity, and you was like, hang on, I didn't want my 500 quid to go to charity. Like, what someone should have done? Just paid your mate for Glastonbury tickets. Is he legit? Who's my mate? What they should have done is, I love how someone's coming in here to ask that question. Um, what they should have done is, if anyone had, yeah, he is, he's legit, yeah, he'll get you in. Round the bend will get you in, Glastonbury, yeah. Um, if anyone had anything about him, they'd have started a GoFundMe two days ago and gone, Look at how stupid this is. Everton have started to go from me to raise money for flags and protests when people are starving. I want to start a rival one. Can all football fans get behind it? And there you go. You'd have raised 40 grand for charity. But no one cares enough. They would rather just mourn. No, I don't think Everton should donate the money to charity because that's not what they raised it for. There's, like, there's charitable... Some, someone else, if you think they should raise money for charity, start a GoFundMe for charity. They've raised them. The, the Everton fans... As, as weird as it is, I still think it's like a bit embarrassing that they did it anyway. I've raised this money to go to flags and protests. So why would they just decide to send it to to send it to charity? Because people on Twitter are saying send it to charity. That's not what it was raised for. The people who've donated to that fund 
would not maybe wouldn't have rate, wouldn't have donated 100 200 50 30 quid if it was going to charity because maybe they just skip past charitable things like i don't it seems a bit mad if they've rate, if they've someone if someone has started a go for me for flags protests banners whatever and 35 grand has been raised the people that are donated know exactly what they're donating for and that's why it's been raised so spend it on that I feel like there's just too many like do-gooders in the world who just want to say stuff to like blah, 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 donate to charity for what reason? Jay chat Jay slash chatting one. Choose an eleven aside team from the current. Oh, it's gonna take ages. Choose an eleven aside team from the current Premier League using only one player from eleven different teams that you think could win the Prem. This is something that I should have probably done a bit of uh, research for. Maybe I can cross this over to the podcast on Tuesday because we're forty-four minutes in and I have a lot of questions left. Do you know what I'm gonna? Jay, I'm gonna. I would like to get into that question. I did think it was a good question because I said to you it was a good question, but I've just ended up talking too much shit. So let's just move on. But we'll, I'll promise you, I'll answer that on Tuesday. Right, Joe Wayne, end to end journey. This is one for everyone to join in. How long do you reckon it'd take you to get a selfie with a wild lion? It can't be captured or in a zoo. It has to be completely wild. How long would it take you to get a selfie with one? Sammy Yippie, fuck you, Danny Galloway, you little bastard. That was just an under-pressure pick and trying to be like maybe like a little bit different. I don't know. Um, right. How long would it take to get a selfie with a lion is the question that we're asking. What, what are we saying here? Uh, I don't think it's possible. I don't think it's possible to get a selfie with a lion. How would you get a selfie with a lion? First of all, they're fast. So you're not going to be able to sneak up on it. Second of all, it has to be in the wild. So I'm not like at all in any way, shape or form conditioned to be in the wild. So I just think the answer to this question is it's impossible. Next, Jorge. Generally wasn't sure if someone else pays for less than a day. Can you ask L directly, please? No, that wasn't L Hamlet. Unless he's in here. L Hamlet, are you in here? Do you reckon you could get a selfie with a lion? Right. I don't know to pronounce his last name. Uh scheme. If I zoom in on this name. Hang on. How do you reckon you pronounce this name, everyone? Jorge. Eskine, Eskine, just go South Africa. I reckon it's it's definitely Jorge because he said to me I'd said his name right. People call him George, but it's Jorge. So Jorge Eskine. Anyway, what's next for Paul Craig? I don't know. You know, I read this today in work and put it into the thing, and I just don't know because do you not think this loss was very Erskine? Oh yeah, so Erskine. Now I've read it. Now I'm so bad at pronunciations, but once someone tells us me, I know it. But anyway. Paul Craig, I feel like uh, this loss was a loss that he would have got it like every weight, but now he's lost the weight and still got the loss. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like he didn't he drop down to middleweight to, I don't know, to try and avoid these losses. Like, he could have stayed at like heavyweight, not lost 20 pounds and lost to someone like Brandon Allen. I don't really know what's next for him. Will he move back up? Is it worth, I think, I feel like the move down was like a, like a, a shot at the title and sort of like like a, not a last throw of the dice because I think he still had, he still could have made money and will still always get fights. But I think like he had a kind of somewhat big name. He's a UK fighter, so he could if he got into a decent position, he could headline UK cards. And I think if he just won like two, yeah, yeah, I don't think he's great, Matt. But I think if he won two or three fights on the bounce, his name could maybe carry him to like a big big fight at middleweight, whereas light heavyweight so stacked. I'd probably just go back to, back up to light heavyweight and just see what you can do there because I feel like middleweight there's a lot going on at the title picture whereas I know I've just that contradicts what I've just kind of said but whereas 
maybe get a show in Glasgow. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to do a show in Glasgow, are they? I think go up to Light Everweight because Light Everweight is a mess, isn't it? Like, I think Pereira will keep it, but I think the, there'll be a lot of... He's going to need title challenges. I think because he realises he's quite old, he'll, uh, he'll want to stay active. So I'd probably... I'd probably go back up to Light Heavy. I wouldn't stay around a bit of weight. Oh, here we go. Wolfpack's questions now. Alamut's questions. So, first question. 10 animals versus 20 middleweight UFC fighters. No, in brackets, no weapons. The animals are a family of four grey wolves, three XL bully brothers, and three German shepherd police dogs who wins in a fight. So you've got four grey wolves, three XL bully brothers, and three German shepherd police dogs against 20 UFC middleweights. Who wins in a fight? What are we saying? That's Alan Lutz's first question. I'm trying to think how big grey wolves. Let me Google grey wolves. Four wolves alone would beat 20 men, Mike. No way. 20 men, five men per wolf. How big are they? Grey wolves. Well, they're big, mate. Oh, the dog's easy. Even, mate, the dog's easy. That's two on one. Would you have, would you fancy two? These are middleweight men, you know. Here's your close to my question. Matsy, what was your question, Matsy? Oh, it is actually close to, yeah, it is close to Matt's question. Matt's question is last as well. No, nah, not really close. Actually, now I've reread it. Um, the dogs. I think the dogs are going to win this easy. Right, if Batman was, I think you've asked this before, you know, I'm like, Depends if one of the UFC fighters were able to establish himself as king of the jungle in the dog's perspective. I just read that out as if it's serious. Right, anyway, next question. If Batman was real in today's age, so Elon Musk with high tech and AI became Batman, do you think the police would be with him or against him? 100 aardvarks with one with knives versus one polar bear. What's an aardvark? Let me Google aardvarks. Aardvark. Aardvarks. How would they carry the knives, though? They haven't got thumbs. Danny. Daniel. Dan. I don't know what you call. Daniel. Danny. Is it Daniel? Is it Danny? How would the aardvarks carry the knives? They haven't got thumbs. You're already wrong here, mate. They can't do it. So the polar bear would win because the aardvarks would just be 100 aardvarks with knives on the floor. Unless the polar bear stepped on a knife so badly that it cut his foot, the, the aardvarks have lost, mate, I'm afraid. Right. The police would obviously never be on the side of Batman because you can't even... Even if you're doing good, you're not allowed to just go around hanging people from buildings or crashing into the side of people's cars in your modified car that shoots rockets. So unfortunately for this question, the police would definitely not be on the side of Elon Musk as Batman. And the last question, he has, he has to throw it in. If the Wolfpack predicts world domination by 2030, where do you think the Wolfpack will be in the year 2030? <sighs> I hope you're doing well, mate, in the 2030, but I don't really know. I struggle to understand how Wolfpack Murders is going to take off of all the sectors that I've seen. I don't understand how you're... You have guaranteed... You've kind of set yourself up to fail because you've guaranteed you will catch the Zodiac Killer. You've guaranteed that. You can't go back on that. You've guaranteed it. I know you like to... like. I've been told that you delete a lot of your losing bets, but, but you've guaranteed you're going to catch the Zodiac Killer. And that, I don't think you can. Anyway, let's move on because this is a good question. Tom Loft, the best WrestleMania matches. So, I was a massive wrestling fan back in the day when I was a kid. 
the attitude here and all that. But I wouldn't, couldn't probably tell you. I couldn't probably marry up a fight with a of a wrestling match with a um, with an event. Does that make sense? But I can, I can enjoy. Does anyone remember uh, Mankind versus The Big Show in a boiler room match? What was that on? That was one of the fucking sickest of all time. Stone Cold versus The Rock, I think, was at WrestleMania. Maybe Royal Rumble. That was good. Hogan versus The Rock. Now, I think that was before my time, Hogan versus The Rock. Yeah, well, it was definitely before my time. Mankind versus Big Show. Boiler Room. Here we go. Boiler Room. What was this at? Uh, da, da, da. Oh, it was at a pay-per-view called Boiler Room, bro. Boiler Room, Big Show. But BTB. But what's BTB? The tag team triple threat TLC, yeah, TLC, mate. They were the best when they tables, lads and chairs. Oh my tables, they were the sickest, mate. The Hardy Boys, the Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian. They were the that was the day of the days, mate. How sick was wrestling? There's a YouTuber and I'm a celeb. Could you be in next year? Nah, no way. I'm not no way I'm big enough. I just want to fucking I want a misfits fight. That's what I want. I don't want to be in fucking finger. Is McGregor on the whiz? I want to say McGregor's on the whiz. You must know what a boiler room is. Oh, I didn't know. I know what boiler room is, but I didn't know BTB stands for boiler room, do I? I just said boiler room, boiler room brawl. Anyway, um, what other matches? Um, I always loved the which the Eddie Guerrero one when he won the belt. Um, the triple threat where it was Stone Cold versus the Undertaker and Kane, and they both just double teamed him all the way through. Um, what other wrestling matches were sick? Uh, Mankind versus Hard B2B Boiler Room. Oh, I get it. Boiler Room set. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I was well behind then. Would you fight the Wolfpack and Misfits? An easy touch. You taking the piss out of me, Alex? I just read the last of that. I'd fight him in a If someone could set that up, yeah, I would fight El Amler in Misfits. I think that'd be good. Do you not think that'd be good for Misfits? Obviously, I'm not trying to say they need us, but. Some of the fights on their cards, like re if we was the curtain jerker, yeah, if we, if me and El Amler opened a Misfits card, we were the first fight on the show. I reckon in terms of just like random buzz that would generate from just degenerates like all of us on Twitter, like you probably, the first fight on a Misfits card probably doesn't have seven, 8,000 people wanting to watch it. But if I fight El Amler, I reckon just seven or 8,000 people, not that would pay to watch it, that would want to watch it. Do you know what I mean? We don't need misfit. I want that. Yeah, me versus El Amler as a curtain jerker on a misfits card. I'll even do the, I'll even do the shit misfits cards. The misfits fucking bird, like the ones where they're in Newcastle and Aaron Chalmers is headlining. I'll open that card against El Amler. I just want on a misfits card. I just want to fight. Right. Anyway, next question. Best WrestleMania matches. Yeah. So just loads. I love loads of matches, but um, but I don't really know. I can't, I can't marry them up with a show. Right. James Jones, what do you what do you make of a Dagestan fighter rumors? You you started basically being run out so they won't be tested. Is this actually a rumor or is this just something Dylan Dallas tweeted? Because they're two very different things, and I'm pretty sure that it was just a Dylan Dallas thing. This I don't think it was actually um one sec. Sorry, I'm just checking. Uh, I don't actually think it was a um. Hang on. No, it's not. There's no rumours of this. It was just a Dylan Dennis thing. I mean, even if it, if it was, it could be true. I don't know. Like, surely there's not many Yasada people going to Dagestan to test these fighters. So, potentially, it could be a safe haven for drugs. But I think people are worried about the wrong thing. Yeah, they're going, yeah, they're going, yeah. 
No, I know that, yeah. People, obviously, that would you carry on watching wrestling? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I was going to say 100% then. Probably not. I think, I think as a kid, maybe it looked more real because it was more real because they actually hurt each other back in the day. Um, Mike said, would you carry on watching wrestling if the attitude era had never ended? Um, I think probably not. But I think I would have watched it longer. But I feel like at, at this age, I can't watch wrestling. Like, regardless of if, if... Do you think you would, Mike? No, I think I think we would have grew out of it anyway. But maybe we would... Maybe it would be a case where we sat down and watched WrestleMania every year and that we got, like, mates around and watched WrestleMania or we watched the Royal Rumble every year. Do you know what I mean? Or we... I don't think I would keep up with it just because the Attitude Era... I, yeah, but I, yeah, I think like you, I would have watched it into my teens. Because I stopped watching it at, like, 10, 11, and then I did a little year watching it when The Miz was champion, which was in my 20s. <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, I think, yeah, when I stopped watching, I stopped watching when Edge blew Lita's back out in the middle of the ring from my heart. Did. Lita was serious, wasn't she? We all love Lita. You'll get it. I don't think my lad will get into wrestling. I don't, it's not what it used to be. When we liked, we got to think about it, right? When we liked wrestling, it wasn't like it is now. It was ruthless, mate. Think of the storylines and stuff, mate. People used to get blew up in limousines and stuff. You're not getting that in wrestling, no. Think getting a, a, a fucking live abortion on TV. Think the Undertaker was having oper- Stone Cold was having operations on his knee, and fucking the Undertaker would run in and stop the operation. Like wrestling was crazy back then, but now it's like not crazy at all. It's like really like cringy, and I don't think I can't imagine JJ will like it. Um, and about the Dagestani fighters, so I know I think it's just I think that was just a Dylan Dennis like thing he tweeted because he just licked Conor McGregor's ass. But I can imagine that if there was going to be a place where you're not going to, where you know you're not going to get tested properly, it's Dagestan. Like how many times are you sad of sending someone out in a plane to Dagestan to test these fighters? Probably not that often. So I can imagine, yeah, it's probably a safe bed for drugs. But I also think that taking drugs, if you're any good at it, and if you've got a bit of money, is the easiest thing in the world to do. And these testers, the, te- the technology and the testing versus the drugs that are on offer is well too... It's well too like a. Sorry, I got caught off guard there. We had a big boss man feed now. Snow dogs to him. Your lad will have Logan Paul. Yeah, exactly. Is it? But Matt, did you watch the? Have you seen the uh, Netflix series? Um, on called the called Wrestle, I think, or Wrestlers with, and it's it's based in Al Snow's promotion. It's sick. I watched it all. I binged it all in about two days. Fucking well good. Al Snow runs a wrestling promotion. It's fucking funny. They're all like losers who are in it. And they're burdening it with like smokes weed all the time. They're just like all idiots, but they all like they're all deluded enough to think they're gonna get picked up by bigger wrestling companies, but they're not. Oh man, Vince McMahon. Imagine, imagine Vince McMahon from the Attitude Era. No, the stuff he used to say. He called. He said to Booker T, "What's up, my nigger?" He's the whitest man of all time, and he said to Booker T, "What's up, my nigger?" He'd be cancelled in seconds. It would never. The Attitude Era was what it was because it's what it was. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, Josh Bessewick. Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero having a match for custody of the kid. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, imagine getting away with that. Wasn't it, wasn't it, didn't Stephanie McMahon have to, who was, did Vince McMahon get Stephanie McMahon pregnant? Was that not a storyline? Like, the attitude here was what it was because, one, we were kids and we shouldn't have been watching it, if that makes sense. I think it was even worse was because it's like, well, we should not be watching this. Yeah, he used to batter his wife and daughter. You wouldn't get away with that now. So the attitude here was definitely better because we shouldn't have been watching it. We was too young for it. And because it was ruthless, I reckon we need you versus Buster Riggs. Oh, Buster Riggs, mate, this guy. Did you see his, did you see his tweet that he put the other day? I sent it to fucking Elamlet because we just laugh at him because he's a fucking Muppet. 
imagine posting this on your Insta on your to everyone to see. You're fucking the mother of your kids, basically calling you a deadbeat dad, telling you that all you want to do is get on it. You don't want to see your kids. Imagine. Because if she if she's post, if she's sending that to you privately, she's sending that to you privately, that's what she thinks of you. So it's not just like she's not put you on blast on Facebook where she's just trying to embarrass you. She sent that to you privately and you've posted it as if it's a badge of honor. This is the caliber of people who try and send for me. He's a fucking absolute ming. He's a scruffy, horrible little cunt. Imagine that, mate. I just I didn't even come for him publicly or anything on, on Twitter, mate. I suppose someone's brought him up now, but that is horrendous. You and L got a bromance now. No, I won't say a bromance. We just laugh at rigs together. He's a fucking idiot. Uh, and I'm desperate for him to do a walk and talk with me. But no, I won't say a bromance, but I don't hate him like I used to. I just think he's a bit... He's just a bit mad, in here. Anyway, last question, because it's been an hour now. And uh, I'm running out of steamy. I want to go to bed. But work in the morning. I've had work today. Do you know what I mean? And usually these are fine because I don't, I've not had work and I'm fine. I'm, I've had work today. Matthew again. You have to pick five active UFC fighters to help you fight a full, fully grown silverback gorilla. No weapons. Who are you picking? And then he actually sent another one saying, actually, eight. So, five active UFC fighters to help you win a fully grown silver. Five active. So, I want... I want two fast ones to keep his attention and run around and stuff. So I'm going to go Brandon Moreno for the speed. And I'm going to go Brandon Moreno and... And Aljamain Sterling. Because Aljamain Sterling, whilst he's like small and fast, can wrestle. So I mean, I'm not, not for a second trying to say he can wrestle a... Silverback Rilla, but he'll be strong for his size. So there are my two fast ones who are like decoys and Aljamain Sterling. You can do Operation Get Behind the Darkies. So they're, them two are my things. So Aljamain Sterling and Brandon Moreno are my two fast tire them out. Manal Cape, Danny, that's racist because I said Operation Get Behind the Darkies. You throw another black fighter in there. He's on a timeout for that. He has to be on a timeout. That's ridiculous. Put you on timeout. Um... <laughs> I didn't want to ban him though. Meatball Molly. Yeah, just, just Meatball Molly on her own. <laughs> That's it. Just me and Meatball Molly. Right, so we've got Brandon Moreno and I would go Sean Strickland because I feel like he would happily high guard or shoulder roll. I know the two completely different things, but he were, he's stupid enough to do either of them. So he would just go in and then you want Derek Lewis. Because obviously the way Derek Lewis loses, he gets taken down or he gasses and that. But this is not what we need. We need Derek Lewis and Derek Lewis and maybe Pavlovich. I know he's just been sparked by uh, Aspinall, but you want someone rushing, don't you? Someone like that, someone who's not scared of animals. Pavlovich, who's another big heavyweight, a big dirty heavyweight. Tuivasa. Yeah, do you know what? They could be my little dream team. So I'd have... So I'm not going to go with eight because I think eight's ridiculous. I'm going to go five active UFC fighters to help you fight a fully grown silverback gorilla. I'm going Brandon Moreno, Aljamain Sterling for my speed and and like decoys. And then I'm going Sean Strickland, Derek Lewis and Ty Tuivasa. That's my squad of five. I honestly think we would lose very fast, but that's who I'm going to go with. And that is all the questions other than the... Choose an 11 aside team from the current Premier League, but I will do that tomorrow. I think we need one person to keep it insane while I climb out the cage. Just, I just need one person, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But so, someone big then, not Brandon Moreno, because he gets terrorized in a second. So, maybe Derek Lewis, throw Derek Lewis to him and just run. 
And they're fast. A gorilla's fast. Think how fast a gorilla can get out of a cage, though. I always think, me, if I won a UFC fight, I don't think I could climb up the cage. It must be hard, that, to, like, get up that quick. But then again, they're dead athletic, aren't they? Anyway, we're chatting shit. So I've got to do the usual thing. So everyone liked the video. We've been going an hour now, and it's kind of been fun. It's not been the best live chat this, but it doesn't matter. We'll, next week's will be better. I think next week might be a stoned edition. Because we're going to do one a month stone. I think next Sunday is going to be the stone one. We're going to come back and have a joint and have a nice chilled Sunday stone and just talk about food and stuff. But yeah, this is just, uh, to be honest, I'll be honest. The reason why you kind of know when the live chat's not going to be good because if I haven't posted a pre thing in the week, I was thinking of canceling it. So I was thinking of saying, oh, after every 10th episode, we'll cancel the 11th, the one after, so we can have a week off. So today was actually going to get canceled until about five o'clock when I thought, you know what, fuck it, we'll just do it. I didn't even ask for questions until today either, so at least we've done one. We threw a little live chat out. So Tuesday, we've got the podcast back with the boys, the football one. Uh, there's going to be another like random 11 team making because um, it's still International Week, kind of. Uh, oh, yeah, is, it, is it Arm of Sleb next week? I don't watch Arm of Sleb. I'll go ahead to with Arm of Sleb. Fuck it, I don't care. Maybe I'll do Friday next week. I don't know. I'll do one day next week anyway. Um and then what will I be doing during the week? I need to do another passion one like Craig David video, but I just don't know what I'm interested in that much. But I'll definitely be doing the Tuesday podcast and somewhere else. Everyone watch this live chat and like it. <laughs> right, I'm going to end it now, guys, because I want to get in bed. And I need a piss and I've got work in the morning. Thanks, everyone, for coming. It's been a pleasure. It's always been good. I love you all. Bye, bye, bye.